Hey, welcome to Doggy Be Good. Good day, everyone. This is Dennis Lee, as well as Mike DeMarco. And today we are going to do a Doggy Be Good podcast, and the topic will be called Summer Awareness How to Keep Your Dog Safe in the Upcoming Hot Months of Summer. That's right. Okay, Michael. Well, Dennis, what some of the biggest misconceptions people have um, regarding their dogs and the heat is that if you shave your dog, it keeps your dog cooler. Um, that's not necessarily true. It's not? Because the, the fur on the dog actually keeps the heat away from the dog's skin oh. and uh, actually helps your dog keep cool. Um, not to say that it doesn't cool your dog down to shave his fur off, but it's not the, you know, it's not what everybody thinks. It's not like taking your coat off in the house. The fur actually does uh, aid in keeping the dog's body temperature cooler. Okay. Some of the biggest problems we've seen, Dennis, um, in the hotter months of June, July, especially last summer during the heat wave, we had a lot of issues with dogs going into uh, heat stroke. And one case that, that really sticks out in my mind is we got a call to um, a local resident and uh, resident's home, and we went there, and the dog was actually in, in, in into heat stroke pretty bad. Um, dog was laying down, panting extremely hard, couldn't get up, um, lethargic. And at that point, I mean, the, the best thing you can do is get your dog to an emergency hospital. But the owner said, I don't understand why this happened. Um, the dog was outside running around in the sprinkler with the kids, mm -hmm. you know, running through the water and stuff like that. And that's one of the misconceptions people have is that if your dog is getting wet by a sprinkler or, you know, running through water, that they're actually going to be kept cool. Although, again, it does aid in the cooling of the dog's body, but we have to remember how dogs overheat. We sweat. Dogs do not. They pant. So when a dog pants, he's actually releasing the moisture and the fluid from inside his body, which starts to cause dehydration. Mm -hmm. The best way to cool your dog down is to bring them in the house, have them lay down, and just relax in a cool, um, you know, no, with no sunlight blaring on them, with a nice cool bowl of water. Ah. That's how you cool your dog down. Okay. Just because he's outside in the, in the uh, sprinkler does not mean that his body temperature is not rising and that he's not dehydrating because it can happen just that quick. Uh, Michael, I, uh, as a concern, quite often when we go to the supermarkets and this big parking lot outside and we see the cars that are parked out there and quite often I see dogs locked in the car Maybe a tiny sliver of a window open, hoping that would be enough to cool the dog down. Is that not a good idea? Yes. Well, not only is that against the law, yeah. but it is a really, really bad idea to do because your, your dog's body temperature is usually usually about six degrees, for, in a rule of thumb, about six to seven degrees warmer than the air around them. So if, you're, if it's 85 degrees out, your dog's feeling it at about 90 Inside of a car, a locked car with no circulation, or even if the windows are open, yeah. that car, is, it, it, it acts like an oven. And the dog being inside the car is heating up with that car and actually starting to feel the temperature hotter than what's in the car. And eventually, you know, the, I mean, for any, even, not just a dog, but even humans, anybody, you're going to overheat. The heat's going to become way too much for the dog to handle. And, you know, that could be, could be fatal. Yeah. Michael. Be fatal. You mentioned earlier that uh, in a situation where the dog was suffering through stroke, you said to bring him to an emergency hospital. Now, we, are we talking about a hospital in a dog hospital 
or yeah, okay. an emergency vet. Oh, okay, of course. Um, but I tell you, the first thing you should really do if you if you see your dog starting, first of all, if it's really hot out, like you know, and it, it, it's it's you know one of those sweltering days. Wait till the sun goes down to take your dog out. Even if you think it's gonna, you know, you're gonna take the dog for a quick walk. Wait till wait till the sun goes down. Either early in the morning okay. or later in the in the evening, take your dog out for a walk. Um, you know, it, during the day, just let him go outside, go to the bathroom, and bring him back inside. I okay. mean, it, it's just the safest thing you can do for your dog. But you know, if you start to see that your dog is starting to have a situation in the heat, and again, you're gonna see excessive panting, drooling. Um, you're gonna see the dogs going to start to become lethargic, you may just lay down. Uh, the best thing to do right away is, is get that dog into a cool area. Get him water. Put some cool water or cool compresses on his belly. Okay. Um, you'll notice a lot, Dennis, when dogs are hot, they actually push their bellies to the ground. Oh. They lay down and they, they'll, they'll spread their legs and push their bellies on the ground. Okay. Um, that's, that, that's a way that they're trying to cool themselves off. Because usually the ground that they, of course, it's outside, but right. in the house, Makes sense. the floor is kind of cool. Right. So they'll push their belly against the tile floor to try and cool themselves down a bit. So if you get some cold compresses and put them on your dog's stomach, okay, you know that that's a way to really start the dog to you know into a better path. But heat stroke, unfortunately, in a dog is is pretty bad. I mean, usually it's, it can become fatal. Wow, you know, you got to get emergency attention rapidly. Okay, Michael, what about? During the summer months, most people have to go to work, so during the hours of probably 9 to 5, the dogs are left at home, and you know the home gets pretty hot, so what should the owner do? Well, that's a good question, and it's because, I mean, 99% of people who live in the city area definitely have to go to work. Um, some dogs are crated during the day, and some dogs are left out. If your dog is crated, or even if your dog is not crated, you should definitely leave them in an area where there's an air conditioner on, mm. um, because the house can get just as hot as a car can. Good point. Um, so you know you want to make sure that there's there's cool air and you know fresh water for your dog. Now, some people again who crate their dogs don't leave water for their dogs in the crate, which is understandable. I mean, you know, we, we train to really not leave anything in the crate for the dog, especially if they're training to be housebroken. Right. But make sure your dog gets a nice cool drink of water in the morning and in a cool area as long as the air conditioner is on. And, you know, the dog is kept cool and not in the sun. Okay. You know, close the blinds. Don't leave the blinds open. Even if you think the dog likes to look out the window, close the blinds. Don't let that air, that, that hot air and the sun beat down on the dog. Um, but definitely keep an air conditioner on or some kind of climate control in the room so the dog, you know, stays nice and cool. Um, this, again, will prevent your dog from overheating and, uh, you know, keep your dog happy and healthy. What about another thing? I noticed that my dog loves to lay out in the sun, even in the house where the sun comes in through the window, loves to lay by the sun for a while. Is there any uh, potential concerns there? Well, I mean, as long as your dog, if your dog is laying out in the sun, sometimes yeah. you, I mean, my dogs do the same and, you know, you touch them and you think like, oh my goodness, they're on fire. Yeah. But again, that's where the fur comes in into play because believe it or not, their top fur may be hot, but underneath that fur, you know, the skin is being kept relatively cooler. Um, but a dog who is shaved, you know, for the summer, you have to be very careful with that. But usually if they're laying in the sun in the house, you know, you know, they're, 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 not, they're potentially not in so much danger as if they were outside where they can't get to a cool place. Most dogs know, hey, I'm getting too hot. Let me move out of the sun. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some dogs don't. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, they move. But most dogs will yeah. get I up and move to a cooler area once they get too hot. Yeah, I notice mine does. And she walks away and she pants for a while until she calms down, cools down, and then she. Then she goes back. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, Michael. We have a question from one of our podcast listeners. And since we have the summer holidays coming up, like 4th of July, here's a question from one of the listeners asking about the uh, 4th of July holiday coming up and fireworks. This person is concerned that the fireworks apparently freaks out their dog and wants to know some general advice about what to do. Well, a lot of dogs freak out with the sound of fireworks. It scares them. Um, what we do here at Doggy Be Good at the facility is on the 4th of July, we, we usually packed for that holiday, so we have all the dogs in the kennel. What we make sure we do is we put on the air conditioners and make sure all the windows are closed and we do play music. Oh. So it kind of drowns out the sound of the fireworks. I mean, you can't drown that out totally because an explosion is an explosion. But, right, right. You know, that's, that's one thing that we do. We also do have dogs that really, really get bad and, um, you know, start to freak out. But, um, you know, there are things that you can ask your vet for as well. Um, you know, a, a light sedative for your dog, you know, is it, not going to hurt them or anything like that. It could also help out. Right. Um, Lucky, as you can see, we have a little Shih Tzu Lucky over here. Right. Who, when he hears fireworks, it, he just, he thunder, lightning, and fireworks. He just goes into a panic, loses control of his bowels. I mean, just wow. it's really, really. That's huge. severe. Yeah, that's severe. So when we know something's going to be like a fireworks or something, we do give him a little pill. Okay. It does keep him nice and relaxed, and he pretty much sleeps through everything. I had no idea that dogs would be so freaked out. Uh, I guess because humans are so familiar, it's something to look forward to, the fireworks sounds. He loses his marbles. Uh, He really does. Okay. He goes crazy. So that's something that we had to, you know, take into consideration. And um, Just an interesting contrast, my dog Cinnamon. Uh, One time we actually went over from New York to California, over to uh, Newport Beach, California. It was actually her birthday anniversary. And so we celebrated by 4th of July weekend, and we were at a hotel, and they had fireworks going on outside, and the two of us and Cinnamon sat between us, and we all enjoyed the fireworks together. And Not she was afraid at all. Huh? Calm, calm, cool as a beagle. Very, so, very rare. I yeah, mean, I, really? I didn't know. Yeah. I thought that's how dogs normally would respond. That's why it was a little con- strange when I heard that dogs would be uh, uh, so uh, perhaps averse to the sounds of fireworks. My two Rottweilers sleep underneath the bed on 4th of July. Absolutely no idea. Terrified. Then it must terrifying. Okay. Absolutely. It must be something strange about Cinnamon then. She was just calm and collected. Some dogs are just calm, cool, and collective. Others are nervous. Okay. Michael, another question I have from a podcast listener saying that their dog likes to eat grass. Is that going to be a problem for their dog? What do you think? Well, <laughs> you know, it's kind of crazy, but I mean, a lot of dogs eat grass. Um, I don't know, you know, what the fascination with it is. Um, I've never really heard of a dog you know, being getting injured or sick from eating grass, it makes them throw up. It does. Grass does, yeah. Grass usually makes them throw up. Mm. Um, and the one potential hazard is fertilizer. Uh, uh, fertilizer in grass can be potentially dangerous to your dog. Okay. Um, you know, fertilizers are poisonous. Right. Um, so, but I, I mean, the actual grass eating itself, I, I've never really heard of a, you know anything too serious coming out of a dog eating grass except the fact that they do throw it up and you have grass puke all over your house Um, other than that though I mean the the one thing that you do need to be careful is fertilizer Okay, that could be a a problem or pesticides you know in the summertime a lot of pesticides are used on grass Right. Um, so just be careful and if you see your dog doing it try and stop them okay Um, 
But also keep an eye on because a lot of times when these companies, when they do fertilizer or pesticides, they'll put the little flags down. Mm-hmm. If you see that, just keep your dog away. Just don't right. let them get a, you know get near it. Yeah, I notice my dog. Every once in a while, we're walking, sees a spot of grass, and the dog goes immediately to the grass and starts chewing on it. I yank her away. I do it out of a personal concern because I think that some other dog peed on it. I don't want her to be eating that. No. So that's the only reason why I, I yank her away. I but. think they think they know to avoid the seasoned grass. <laughs> okay. Michael, another question I have from a podcast listener about traveling for summer vacation, driving along the road, having the dogs hanging out the window of the car. Is that going to be any concern? Because dogs love to do that all the time. There is actually a very big concern with that. Um, really? Dogs do love to hang their heads out the windows when you know driving in your car. They see their ears flapping in the wind, spit, yeah. just flying out of their mouth. Cinnamon the loves window. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the one thing that you really got to be careful with um, and it, this is something that's really, you know, most people don't think about. But you know how a rock hits your windshield? If a rock hits your dog's eye or your dog's face like that, it could really cause a lot of damage. Oh. And that is one thing that is potentially dangerous. I mean, besides, you know, like I said, most dogs do it. And besides the fact of, you know, other cars and people driving past them with their heads hanging out or the potential chance of them even falling out of the car if the window is too wide open, uh. you got to really be careful about debris. Um, just much like, you know, a pebble could crack your windshield, okay. it can really do some serious damage to your dog's eye or to your dog's face. So, you know, it's, it's cute, but it's something you really should probably not let your dog do, okay. uh, just as a safety precaution. So driving to a lot of gravel, probably not a good idea to have the dog. <laughs> no, probably not on the highway, you know, All right. something flies off one of the other cars or it kicks up from the road and hits your dog in the face, you're in trouble. So Michael's advice is be very careful if you're doing that, even though it's fun for it's the dog. It's cute, <laughs> and they look like they're flying. Yes. You know, it's probably not the best idea. All right. All right, so this concludes our podcast session for today. And, uh, Michael, any last-minute uh, words you want to add here? Yeah, if you guys have any questions that you'd like us to address or any topics you'd like us to address, send them on over. Um, send them to... Over to caddyk9.com. I'll leave any comments to any of these podcasts, and we'll gladly take uh, your questions. And we'd like to perhaps answer them, perhaps make a topic out of it if enough interest. So please send and leave a message there. Another site they can also go to would be uh, uh, doggy... Doggybegood.net. D-O-G-G-Y-B-E-G-O-O-D.net. And how do you spell Caddy K9? Uh, it would be spelled C-A-T-T-Y... C-A-N-I-N-E dot com. Okay, so that's a site that houses uh, our podcast. But we definitely have comments for you open for any community questions. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Till next time. Bye.